podcast where facts are facts and opinions truly hurt people's feelings emphasis on the feelings a lot of emphasis it's your boy j it's welly f f stands for troll oh wow that, that's part of the alphabet is what i haven't learned f stands for troll <laughs> that's sad man I, I really think i'm getting better though you are getting better i would expect you to get worse in, the, in this day and age, I would expect you to get worse. Everybody else is. But what I expect you to do right now is explain. get right to it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And explain this intro, of course, but, you know. Because one time, we were having a, a conversation about placeholders. Mm-hmm. And it was funny when we were having that situation about placeholders. I heard that song. I thought about that song. I was like, damn. That, like, that song is like pretty much re- should be re- relevant for most people. Or that have been in relationships. I mean, it's not that's not a positive thing, but for the most part, I think it's relevant. I think a lot of people out there, going back to the argument we had, a lot of probably about a good 55, 60% of the people out there, and I'm not just specifying men or women, they have people that are waiting in line, and they know they're waiting in line because that's what relationships are now. It's like, the only way for a person to truly feel secure in a relationship nowadays is to have somebody waiting, waiting on the ropes. I mean, do you think I'm bull? I'm full of shit or what? What I remember from this conversation, yeah. is you and I agreeing that of course, of about fifty percent of yeah. the population, a little less than fifty percent of the population, we'll say what was it, 40, 43, have placeholders. Yeah. The other person we were having this conversation with saying no. They know a whole bunch of people who don't have placeholders. Good people. Good people. This is what he referred to them as. And then we asked him how many. He said about half. So he was supporting the argument, but he was just on the Not other realizing side that. Of it. Because 2017 model, you know, be realistic. It only makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like nowadays, with that being an option and with most people being corruptible. It just it just makes sense. I don't I, I see the good in people, but at the same time, I see people for who they truly are, especially somebody that's heavy on social media. How many people do you think out there right now on social media that have relationships and they're active on social media don't have dudes in their DMs? Yeah, they may be curving them from time to time, but I think that curve gets lighter and lighter the more they like that person. I, I you know think, what I'm I think every single woman 
that's highly active on social media. Highly active, yeah. Has a man. If they're highly DM. active, for sure. But if they're even, if they're moderately active, and it's like, uh, you can't, you know, you, you see them, you know, here and there, maybe you only see them on the weekends. They got, they got dudes that they put, you know, they bookmarking. It, 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 and really, when you really think about it, is a as a as a person in a relationship, do you does that make you feel insecure, or does that make you not want to get in a relationship, or does that make you want to work harder? How does that make you feel going forward if you're in a relationship and you're like? Man, you know, this girl that I'm possibly with hasn't, you know, a dude that if I don't act right, he finna pull up. It doesn't make me feel any kind of way because I don't give a shit. And I really feel like. Like, in my, in, in my mind and in my life, it's kind of like, how am I worried about, A, the next man? Because, B, you next up. I, I obviously fucked up or it wasn't for me. Or you're already the next man. So, at one point, she made a decision that I was better than you any goddamn way. Very true. I don't think a lot of dudes see it like that. A lot of dudes don't. And so, I'm not going to sit on pins and needles worried about the next man because it's all on me what happens. Exactly. If I fuck up, I fuck up. If I don't and it just doesn't work out, then it just doesn't work out. Fuck it. But I'm not worried about who's in your DMs when I'm in your driveway. It just doesn't matter to me. They can live in them DMs as long as I'm the only one pulling up in the driveway. Yeah, I mean that's how that's how most women have been throughout the age of time. As far as if a man's cheating and and he's like, well, she like as long as he coming home to me. I kind of feel like at the end of the day, you need to recognize the real, but you shouldn't let the real alter how you feel about a person because no matter what, I mean, you just don't know. Don't go looking for it. All I'm saying is. Of course, I'm not an advocate of a person having a placeholder, but at the same time, I'm looking at it like, once again, what are you going to do about it except be the best boyfriend you can be, be the best girlfriend you can be? You should but do that don't, shit anyway. Exactly. But don't be naive and think for one second, there ain't a nigga out there that look better than you. There ain't a female out there that look better than you or brings more to the table, but for some reason, she chose you. And, it, and to me, a lot of times, that's all that matters. But the whole point of this conversation is just me saying, I think people need to understand that <clears throat> in 2017, the, 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 that nice looking female that you're talking to or that nice looking guy that you're talking to, I mean, they're getting attention elsewhere. So no matter what, it's sad to say it's a low key competition that you're always going to be in. But that's the price of being in a relationship nowadays, because most people in relationships nowadays, whether they're successful or not, they got work to do. See, I've come to the conclusion of two things. One, well, how would you call my social media activity? Moderate to low? To low. Low? I'd be under low? Uh, low, definitely. Definitely low. Mm -hmm. Which is understandable. Because I'm, I'm saying as far as public posting, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I post a show, but not anything else, really. Yeah, because you don't post anything personal. No, I, I don't. I mean, I used to do it a lot. And then, I know we talked about it on the show that... Once you put your personal out there, it becomes a part of everybody else's personal. And it, and it becomes a, a view of you. Like, That's how they see you. Like, guys notice when, when girls take pictures of, of the boyfriend down. Oh man, that shit's so annoying. Like to me. guys notice that, so so that's why your relationship is is so public. Like then you they we see those pictures come down, and I mean your DMs already popping. They just they just turned up. Another conclusion I come to is. Although my social media activity is low, I gotta be ugly as shit because ain't nobody in my DMs. <laughs> Stop it. Dude. Ain't Stop nobody it. in my DMs. Stop. Stop. But then again, I don't post nothing personal. I don't even know what I look like. Which is in turn the same 
reaction you I would get from Snapchat as far as people thinking is this person even is he even a real person is he catfishing like they don't know because it never gets more personal than me going to the gym or me per posting a quote you know what I'm saying and even if I was to go out I mean it's not all on me I don't care what anybody says I'm gonna continue to argue that dudes that post is an excessive amount of selfies have feminine tendencies beyond my control that's just what I believe because there is and it will always be a certain vanity to wanting to be in the mirror or wanting to be seen all the time. And I feel like there's that's an equivalent. You're look, you're constantly staring at yourself in the phone and you're not going to post an ugly picture or you're not going to post one that you feel is going to be universally unattractive. You're going to post that one that you think, oh, yeah, this, you know, this shows my good side, you know, but. All in all, that's vain. And for so long, that was a that was a female thing. Only females cared about. Oh man, is is is, is the lighting good? You know, are my eyebrows looking right? Yeah, let me pucker my lips a little bit. Oh man, I gotta brush my hair. Come on, man. To be one thousand percent honest with you, the the picture I have for my profile picture right now, yeah, is like two years old. Seriously? Seriously, I can't like see it. two years old, and and you can't really see it. So it's like I'm 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 one I'm one person that thinks that I really never take a good picture. Yeah. So therefore, I don't take a lot of pictures because I, hey, I don't ever think it's good. So when I do take a picture and be like, oh, let's take it again. Nah, nah I'm nah. still gonna be the same yeah. nigga at the. Even when I've taken group pictures with people, I'm, I would never be one of those people. Oh, let me look at the picture. I don't give a damn. <laughs> who cares? Like, I don't want you to send. I don't even want you to send it. I to mean, me. I don't. Yeah, it's like who? It's nothing I can do about it. I'm not gonna make all these people take a picture over again because I feel like I don't look good. Yeah, that's nonsense. That's some female shit, in my opinion. I when you think about the person that oh, let me see that. That's the female. But I hear dudes say that a lot nowadays, and that kind of bothers me. But at the same time, society is just becoming this one, I don't know, I guess it's we got multiple genders, so I can't say it's just one gender. We got multiple genders, right? We got, I guess. We got multiple genders. We got at least two. At least two. But I know it's a, it's a couple of men that have won these women wrestling competitions. I was telling Ed about that earlier where they was talking about he broke all the records. It's like, well, he's a guy. So... <laughs> He is competing with women, so I don't care how strong these women are. If he's strong, then her, he's gonna be definitely stronger than them. Then I think of I think of the, the movie Juana Man. I was like, I'm like, I can go to the WNBA right now. I'm, I may not be crossing people up or nothing, but I'm guaranteeing you, I'm gonna have at least six blocks a game. At least six blocks. At least Defensively, six, I'll be solid. At least six blocks. I'm, I'm solid, solid defensively. Uh, at least. And I might catch a lob or two. Man. <laughs> I just might like, catch a lob or two. I mean, they might, they might get physical with me. You know, they, but at the end I'm of the day, I'm, I'm killing I'm catching somebody. this lob. Bro, I'm I'm, I'm like 6'2", 220. I'm catching this lob. I've actually, I've actually hooped with some females that I felt were like D1 material. Don't get me wrong. I know some gym, baller females. And they still weren't all that great like on the court. Like they were like, they probably were... 10th, 11th grade skill-wise as far as boys. Like, they could probably compete with some 10th, 11th grade boys. But I never just came across female. And I know they're probably out there that were in the gym with me and, like, they were, like, so phenomenal. I was like, bro, like, you you should get try to try for the NBA. You know, it's never happened. Bro, I got I got five for UConn right now. I got a five for UConn right now. We're not going to win. 
but it's going to be more competitive than any girls team they didn't play. Oh man, that should be embarrassing. Like I, I got to give them their props. Them girls are off the chains. Who? UConn. I mean, should it be four or five all, uh, McDonald's All-Americans on the team? They'd be the best girls in the country. I mean, they better. No, they're not going anywhere else yeah, but to UConn. you know what I'm saying? So, I feel like the only reason the All-American wouldn't go to UConn is because her grades or she couldn't, she they couldn't get to her on time. But other than that, or they just have school. Like, like uh, Brittany Griner could have easily went to UConn, but clearly she's a Texas girl, so she went to Baylor. She could have easily went to UConn. Yeah. But... That's it's neither the, here nor there. Yeah. But back to having that um that backup, I mean, I feel like women keep that backup more than men. Because it's easier. Because it's easier. Cause men, and niggas I, are thirsty. Yeah, n- niggas are thirsty and they will wait. And I still I still think, even, although I say that niggas are thirsty, I do believe the thirst is on equal planes at times. I mean, let me give you, let me tell it, you. I, it also depends on the quality, too. I know a lot of guys... I mean, I I don't want to start putting people in different qualities, but I think more guys will wait on a woman than more women would wait on a guy. Because they, 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 yeah. they would get to the point where, oh, he didn't pick me? All right, I'm gone. Yeah. yeah. Guys would be like, shit, that shit ain't going to last. Or you, the typical guy line, he ain't hitting that right. Of course not. He ain't hitting that right. Of course. She's still there. Yeah. But he ain't hitting it right, though. But, he ain't going to hit it like I hit it. It's more than that. It's more than For that. For some women. For some women, but I, I, I would I was, hope for most. I was looking, I was looking at a, a IG, a IG live video like like a couple of weeks ago, um, and I was like, man, I, I got on there and I was like, it was a person that I knew would you know have a lot of people watching because of how she looks. And as I got on there, I was like, I want to know what kind of questions they're gonna ask her. And it was one particular dude on there that you know he was getting feedback from her, you know, as they was talking. It wasn't nothing like 15, 16 people on there, probably less, but. He was like trying to get at her on the IG live and was like, "Hey, let me take you out, blah blah blah." And I kind of felt like, "Man, bro, like you got 15, 16 people in here actively watching you shoot this shot. Shoot this shot." And I'm just like, "I think that's where the thirst comes to be a plane that females don't will not reach because although females can be aggressive, females not finna embarrass themselves. Yeah, this dudes is true. will embarrass themselves." When it comes to something like that, I'm just looking like, okay, this is a nice looking female right here, but you actively getting shot down too, and you still at it. I got it got it got to the point where it was embarrassing, and I'm just like, in my mind, I mean, what do you do when a person gets to the point where they're like they're like a pest or like a bugaboo or whatever? Like, have you ever had to deal with a female bugaboo or a female like that was just pestering you for your time? No, not that's me, a, not ever. And, and that's why I said, I was like, that's why, I mean, I guess it's on some stalker level, too, and that's why I always say, I mean, when you think about it, that's more likely to happen to a female than a dude. Like, I ain't even had no female bugaboos. Like, it's just not happening. Maybe maybe Chris Brown has some, clearly. Uh, clearly. But, you know, but your average guy, your average female will have bugaboos, but your average guy Will not have bugaboos. That's just my opinion. So it's really hard for me to speak on bugaboos. But I would imagine that if a dude have is, you ever been the bugaboo? Oh, fuck no. For what? I've been that guy before. Like nah, I have. I have. Like just got so wrapped up into a girl that I was. No, no. That that what? No, I'm gonna let you explain what happened, and I'm gonna make sure that you. You I'm really, not going to explain what happened because no, you already saying, judged me. <laughs> no, no, because I just I don't really believe that. Okay, if you was labeled, if it was, do you think that they would have labeled you a bugaboo? Yes, definitely, definitely. 
And hindsight, it's 2020, it's like, damn, I really was out there tripping. All the way tripping. And you never got it before? No, I had got it before. I think that plays it. I think that's a little different. You think that's different? It has to be, but I guess... I, I, had, I had the issue of, of letting go, is what it was. I didn't know how to let that go. I feel like I gotta go to Urban Dictionary to understand what this bugaboo is. Okay, I know Destiny's time. Child had a song, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. I, don't, I never got my number blocked. Okay, that's uh, what I'm saying. I feel like, like that. I feel like, I, like looking back to myself, I looked at myself like, damn, nigga, you was being weak as shit. Damn. Like, like, look, I was like, no, and, and then, and then, like, the look at the places in life that we both were at the time, I was like. Yeah, you. She probably made a better decision for herself, and it's probably worked out in your favor that you didn't go down that road. But at the so so according to the ghetto gospel, preach, take them to church. The Miriam of ghettoism. The top definition of being a bugaboo is girl or guy who don't leave you alone, calling you up every two minutes on your celly, and just don't trust you doing nothing. You say you're with your boys and she thinks you're out creeping with some other trick. The second definition is overly annoying person that constantly calls or goes to your home uninvited. Uh, someone who is clingy and blows up your cell phone. Um, and I'm believing, uh, well, there's two more. I'm going to read them. An annoying stalkerish person who won't leave you alone. And this one is pretty much just all of them mixed up together. Okay, so yeah. Yeah, Do I, don't, think, I don't. I don't think I fit any of those. Uh, exactly. But I just, to a, to a, to a certain like, I have too much pride for that. Cause like, I'll, I'll hit you with the one call. You'll get the one text, and that, that one call will come with a voicemail. If I don't get no response to that, then for the most part, unless I just get really really weak, which I have before, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be real with you. And for the most part, then that's it. Like, I get the I get the picture. You're not returning the call. You're not returning the text. I know you got the motherfucker. You know. Sometimes you gotta just take that hint. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess if I know I'm dealing with somebody that's just a flat out bitch, then immediately I'm gonna know that and I'll just leave it alone. But if it's just somebody that I have a, a decent relationship with, and, and I'm trying to think, I'm, as I'm saying this, I'm trying to think back. Now nah, I just, it just don't make sense to me. Like once a person gives me that that, you know that that whiff of I don't want to fuck with you, it's pretty much over. Like I can literally get your number that same night. And know that I have no chance with you. So what I'm going to hit you up for. You know what I'm saying? Like you kind of sense that. I feel like sometimes a female will give you their phone number out of pity. Really? I, I, I really think so. Wow. I really think so. Because your game just might be tough that night. But it might just, your game might be tough. But she can but see you, some potential in you. Yeah, like, but you all, it's like, uh, you I got, might be all right. I got other niggas in the DM that are a lot better. It's more potential. Yeah. So And, and you kind of sense that. And I, I've always pretty much sensed that. You know, for 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 a minute, and I I think I've been in enough relationships to where maybe I never got to that point because I never had that um, enough enough time. You know, I, I don't know, but I just, I just kind of feel like it ain't even a fear of rejection. It's just I sense rejection before it usually comes. You know, I, I you, you can you can smell it in there. Yeah, it's it, it's, it's there, coming like rain. You know, and it's 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 just like I would never want somebody to do that to me. Like I imagine when I think of bugaboo or pest or whatever, I imagine that mosquito or that fly that just won't stop buzzing around your ear and you're constantly trying to swat it. Like, I don't want to be the metaphor that fits that to a female. No, because I also know that with some females, it takes time. You know what I'm saying? So, and I've always felt like, yeah, they may not want you now, but they may want you later. Just keep yourself relevant. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to pester them. 
So by keeping yourself relevant, are you becoming a backup? Oh, I know I've been a placeholder at least a few times. But, but, I but, but with the placeholder, you still do your own thing. I definitely do my own thing. So 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 that brings it around. So if I might be holding a place for her, but still I'm doing my own thing. Yeah. If she come around, am I dropping my own thing? Years ago, yeah, yeah. Now, fuck no. So now you now you're just each other's placeholders, which means you're just a part of society. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's like all right, my relationship goes down. Well, let me go shoot shoot yeah, these. Let's see, let's see if these hits. Boy, I Boy, read that today. I was like, somebody, I really. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I've done something like that before. Said you you were going somewhere and did that? I stayed in the house and went to sleep, nigga. Just, I swear, I ain't gonna lie to you. Story time. Oh. Check this out. So, this was this was back in my old apartment. Me and Ed, Ed was there. It was, it was, it was just... This was just jump off. You just jump off. I, I, I got, got a call. Like jump she, off. She was, she, was a, she was jump off. Joe, Joe, Joe Budden jump off. <laughs> so... Like she she came and she stayed the night, and it was a Sunday. And at the time I was working at Wells Fargo, we were open on Sundays, but we were open from like ten to three or some weird hours. Mm-hmm. But she kind of wasn't leaving, so I'm like, "Hey, I gotta get ready. I gotta go to work or whatever." So I got up at like seven thirty, got all work ready, and I was like, "All right, cool." Um, I'm going to tell my roommate to let you out because I got to go because I'm running late. I'll be hit you up later. I left. I hit a block. <laughs> I called my roommate. I told him, let me know when she leave so I can come back to the house. Wow. She doesn't listen to the show, does she? I don't know. I haven't talked to her in years. Okay. Another time, she was trying to come through. I didn't want her to come through. I was at the house chilling by myself, didn't want her to come through. So I told her I was out. And she's like, well, I'm on your side of the town. I'm just going to wait for you to get home. Shit. So I'm cutting off all the lights because I was on the first floor. I'm cutting off all the lights in there. I'm literally in there sitting in the dark, hiding from her. Hiding. So that was your mother. Yeah. Yeah. She. You had to You had to realize the story time made you just. What, that she's a bugaboo? Yeah. You said you didn't have any. Oh, I thought, I, well, okay, I guess. Hey, yeah, hey, hey, you do what you want with your popping. So. You see how my life goes. <laughs> hey, Shamble you're season. <laughs> Shamble season. You're just an old fucking man, and I have to open that vault up. And I'm an old man. Because <laughs> I not remember that you had a bugaboo. Bro, that was years ago. Open the vault. Years ago. I opened it. You opened it. <laughs> God, shut, please. Shut that shit down. There's a draft coming in. Shut that shit down, man. Anyways, that's fucked up, though, man. What's fucked up about it? You did think it like that. Yeah, it probably was. But you still ain't worse than that nigga with the Uber driver. My nah, thing, I'm not my that thing bad. is, my thing is, does nah, he not I know that she's bad. an Uber driver? He had to, he had to know, but you know, what are the odds? Shit, one and one. You would probably <laughs> you know, for her, for him. Shit, one and one. I don't know how many times she the Ubered over to his house. Let me tell you something about that shit. It's gonna be real quick. That nigga thought that shit was very strategically he thought it was. unique, and it really wasn't. It was dumb as shit, because no matter who you're dealing with, when you do something like that, you got to understand something. Not only do you have to hide your car, but you have to literally 
almost going to hide like you're going into a fucking basement or a bunker. And really, it just was a poor plan because even when I did this shit, I'm like, damn, I'm stuck here. This is stupid. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I fucked it up myself. Like, I should have. I should have fucked up when I was out. Like I'm gone and, yeah, and been gone. And you just don't know where I am. Right. But at the end of the day, he took. He has to. He definitely takes the, a major L because it's like, dude. Now when the situation all plays out, I mean, you just had this girl over here the night before, and y'all clearly have something going on. So for you to be fighting her. You know what I'm saying? And like protecting this new girl. It's like, bro, like, if it got to that point, you you could have, you might as well, like, that relationship should have ended. I'm just saying. The thing about guys, when we feel that we're in our slickest is when we're fucking up the most. Like, we think we, we pulling a wool over a woman's eyes or something like that. And then they spidey senses start tingling and they end up catching us in some shit. It, it almost never ceases to fail. I bet a guy, I bet a guy's slick shit. Um, statistic his, his 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 completion percentage of some slick shit probably about fifteen percent. That's low as fuck. I bet it's low as fuck. Yeah, cause we always get caught. You know, I think what gets niggas caught the most is niggas that know too many people. Yeah, I I actually I ain't gonna lie, I gave the game out. I gave the game away to to a homegirl of mine, and you know she really asked me about my social media activity, and she was just like, "Why are you the way you are on social media?" And uh, I'm, this is free game, you know. Niggas that are too active on social media, if they're if they're active enough to where enough of the population knows them, they're no longer a person that can be low key anymore. And when you're no longer considered low key, how can you really maneuver around and do things without people seeing you? You know what I mean? Like it's a lot of niggas out there that are well known and they be doing dirty shit to their females or whatever. And it's like, bro, you well known. It's a good chance that. Because, you know, the, uh, what is it, the six degrees of separation? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a good chance that out of those 600 followers, mere 600 followers that you have on Instagram or maybe Snapchat, when you walk into this club in your city where a majority of your followers come from, somebody's probably going to know you or put the pieces together. For instance, we, we went out this weekend. We go out, and, and I don't know, personally, I didn't know anybody there but the people I went with. But guess what? I bump into somebody that follows the page, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just like that's it's as simple as that. I may not know you personally, but I know your face. So once I know your face, I'm able to connect the dots. You never know who I know, and you never know who I can go back and tell. So all in all, I feel like with in today's society, people have to realize that you can't be low key if you're heavily active on social media with your face all over it. You could be active on social media, but once your face is plastered all over it, which is why I like Snapchat because people have a short-term memory now. So even if you do post your face on Snapchat, people are going to forget about it in 24 hours. So with that being said, Snapchat is for for niggas that want to stay low key. All the other shit is for niggas that want to be seen by the public. And honestly, they want to have that minor, that minor level of fame, which... In turn, bites him in the ass. Yeah, I don't look at it as as being low key, so you can sneak around. And of course not. I'm just saying, at the end of the day, it works. It it, it helps because I've I've ran into people that's popular on social media, and like, oh, that's such and such by their handle, kind of like 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 at the, this weekend. Oh, that's such and such. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you you didn't know a real name. It's like, oh, that's what her handle is. You you know, you can't be so slim. Don't put on blast like that. Oh, well, she was out. There. He was out there. <laughs> <laughs> it was out there, girl. 
But you know, at the same she's time, a, but she's the active you know liker of the page, so you know, shout her out. Yeah, we, we support those that I support actually us. Shout out somebody else. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Well, whatever. Visionaries clothing. You ever you ever checked them out? No. Visionaries clothing. Uh, Instagram. Go ahead. Keep talking. Keep talking. I always talk uh, about that because yeah. I, I like their I like what they do, so I want to shout them out. But yeah, so for me. I think I remain low-key is because, to me, social media is a movie that I want to watch in silence. I might, I like that. I might make this comment every now and then, and that's my post, but for the most part, I like to watch in silence. I like that. That's, that's what I consider. So you're a creep? I'm a creep. Yeah, basically. Basically. Yeah, basically a creep. A stalker. A social stalker. Which, in turn, makes you low-key, which, in turn, means you can pretty much do whatever you want. Basically. In today's society. It's just, if you're doing the opposite of what a lot of people are doing nowadays, you can get away with a lot of shit. Just saying. It's free game. But yeah, it's visionaries. Uh visionaries underscore clothing. I like their clothing. It's pretty pro black, it's pro brown. It's cool. It never really gets too racist or it gets too feminist. It's it's cool. It's it's balanced. They're lo- they're in Oklahoma. But they got some affordable stuff. It's sort of like that stuff that we be seeing popping up on the page. Uh-huh. That, uh huh. That Power Rangers shirt. Which one did I say I wanted? The t- was it that Bart Simpson one? No, you said you wanted the um, Dragon Ball Z guys with the paid and full. Uh, that mug was clean, bro. The Power Rangers with the Outcast tank on your cover. That was dope too. That was dope too. I damn near bought that. I'm, Man, oh, yeah. and they're not expensive either. No. Okay. And that's 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 one thing that I've that's noticed. The power of promotion. When people want you to support their shit, and then they shit be high as shit. It makes no sense it to makes, me. I can't afford that. Like, yeah, I would love to rock some of your gear, but an $80 hoodie, I'm probably going to get Under Armour. I'm probably going to get Visionaries is affordable. Visionaries is affordable. Like, 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 you know what else is affordable? What? It's free podcast. Oh, shit. It's free podcast that barely gets played. Golly. What what's the next it? topic? Why did you take it there? What's the next topic? What else you want to talk about? Musa. <laughs> Serenity Now. Serenity Now. Which, one of my favorite quotes this week was, it is okay to lose your shit sometimes because if you keep your shit, you'll end up full of shit and then you'll explode in there, be shit everywhere, a shit storm, and nobody wants that. So in turn, that basically means, like the dude, like uh, Danny Rand on Iron Fist, where he's he was taught to never let anger, you know, take over you and blah, blah, blah. But I actually, when I heard that, I was like, that doesn't really make sense to me because... I even think Bruce Lee and a lot of other legends use their anger at times, and it, and it they put it in their fist, mm-hmm. you know. But they didn't let their anger, you know, mess with their mentality. Like the anger was coming out through their fist, but they were still focused. They focused their anger somewhere else. I don't think you should just bottle your anger up. And I realized that it's becoming. That's another thing that's becoming a problem in in a in our world today is people. Once again, I always say this: people tend to try to let go of their anger by by grabbing a bottle or laying up under somebody or just doing things that are dis- disingenuous to them. It doesn't really work, and it's just like people really need to find ways to to channel that anger to somewhere positive. And uh, and that's not. And I still don't really feel like social media helps either. I think people do that with social media. People get pissed off and they go to social media and they they start venting and. It's like I don't really understand what people think venting is going to do if you're venting to somebody that doesn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's someone, and I and I say that because I've noticed that 
it's easy for females to vent to guys, but I rarely see guys that are able to vent to females. Because it's oh, almost you're like weak. You're seen as weak. You're seen as weak also, but I also feel like a lot of females that you would want to vent to, they kind of just be like they brush it off. It's yeah, like I, I don't want. I'm hear not that. trying to hear this shit, but I'm like, hold on, but I gotta hear your bullshit, you know. And I think that's another thing that makes relationships fragile because it's like. People fail to realize that yeah, I'm giving you this all the time. One day I'm gonna want this too, and when I want it, I don't get it. My 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 head is gonna drop. My shoulders are gonna drop. My body language is gonna change because it's gonna be like it's unfair. And once the word unfair gets thrown around in a relationship too often, I think it's pretty much gonna start going downhill. The, there's there's a balance that must be maintained in a relationship. I completely agree with that. And then when one person seems like they're putting in more work and more effort. It slowly starts going downhill because that person will start pulling off the effort that they're doing. Because it's like, why am I doing so much and this person's not meeting it? While the other who is perceived to be receiving more is like, oh, well, they're they're cutting back. Why are they cutting back? Well, maybe I should just cut back too. And it all boils down to it's a lack of communication. Like you, in, in a relationship, you need to be bold enough to tell your partner, hey, you need to step this up. I don't feel like this. I don't feel like that. You know, you need to be bold enough to say those things because if you just sit there and let them grow and grow and grow, you're bottling it, and then you're putting it you're putting it in a pot, and it's over, it's on that heater, it's on it's on the it's on the fire. Eventually, that pot's gonna steam, it's gonna boil over, and then you just explode, and then you're exploding on your partner, and they're sitting there looking at you. Well, I didn't know this. I didn't know this. You didn't tell me this. You didn't tell me this. So I'm that's why I'm a, a firm believer in not nagging, but if something's bothering you, to say it. Yeah. Cause if you you if it's if it's bothering you now, and you don't say it, I'm gonna keep doing it. And True. It's gonna keep bothering you, and then when you finally blow up, I'm gonna be looking weird. Cause like, but I've been doing this for months now, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it's bothering you. I didn't know. Like we should have nipped at this in the bud. Yeah, and then and also when you say it, don't don't make it to where it's a routine thing to where you're always you know, saying things and it's just piled up and piled up and piled up and it's just like, okay, you're saying all this shit, which in turn turns into complaining, which in turn turns into you venting and it's like, okay, I'm going to want my turn because shit is the same here. We're two Mm -hmm. humans. Everything is not always going to be 100%, but we can work on these things. We can compromise. Another, Another issue with relationships, people always talk about communication, but I've had so many instances in this week alone where I felt like I've effectively communicated shit to my supervisors or my or my coworkers, and this shit still failed. I'm like, damn, do I need to send you an email, tell you in person, write it on the whiteboard, write it on a piece of on a sticky note, stick it on your computer, or leave an actual sticky note on your computer desktop? <laughs> God damn, like communication? No, compromise is an issue. Compromise and communication, because with effective communication. The first step is identifying what the other person is trying to communicate to you. Which is hard as hell. Which is hard as hell. You you can say, all right, from what you're telling me, I see that you feel like this. And then you need to get that confirmation. Yes, correct, you're, you're, you know how I'm, that's how I'm feeling. Or no, you're still completely off base. Because if you're completely off base and I proceed like I know how you're feeling, then we're already at disconnect and we're just coming further apart. Mm-hmm. And then you say compromise, and I, I call it. Yeah, com- I guess compromise is a, is a good good word for it. I I thought I call it something else, but no, compromising is being like okay, because most people think compromising is just them not getting their way. Since I'm not getting my exact way, that means I'm compromising. 
which is actually not the case. Compromising is when you can meet in a middle common ground. I'm not getting all the way my way. You're not getting all the way your way. But I'm coming to meet in this common ground to make sure that you're happy and ensure that I'm happy and that we can build from this common ground to where everybody gets what they want. But that was posted this week. You saw the post this week where I, I say where people people it's it's rarely about somebody wanting to compromise for the sake of the relationship. It's always somebody wanting to compromise for the sake of themselves. People are people are so, you know, you need to do this to make me happy. So into which in turn the thing I hate the most just turns shit into an obligation. And it's like, I'm not obligated to do anything for another grown woman. I shouldn't have to be. The only thing, the only person I should be obligated for is somebody I'm taken care of. And I don't really think two grown-ups are ever taking care of each other. They're supporting each other, which means, which in turn means the things I can do for you, you can do for me. I take care of my son. My son can't do a lot of things for me. She can wash the dishes and, or, you know, cut the yard or something. But it, which, at the end of the day, I'm actually taking care of him. I'm his support I'm his system. provider. He cannot support me. If I fall... With his one arm, he's not gonna be able to catch me. You know what I'm saying? So he can't. You know what I'm saying? He can't. It's just not possible. So two people in a relationship need to realize that when I lean back and then you lean, it's like we're leaning together and we're keeping each other up. You know what I'm saying? It's not about oh, this is the 1950s. I'm coming home. You, I'm just giving you my check. No, no, not in 2017. Not mm-hmm. in the 21st century when we have so many movements going on right now that say that both genders are equal or all the genders are equal but come on it's just not happening it's it's, it's ridiculous compromise i know it's hard but it's necessary and it's, random, it's, it's necessary for the rest of your life on too. a random note i was talking to somebody today okay and i realized something i was sitting there thinking like females a lot of my homegirls they always talk about dick pics that they get <laughs> And I sat there, and, I, and I, it, it, it annoyed me for the last time. And I heard it, and I'm like, hold on. Some of the females that get dick pics, in my opinion, are the type of females I feel like they're pretty cool on social media. Like, they don't ever be on there showing their ass, you know. They might show their boobs, like, you know, that provocative Look picture cleavage. from time. Yeah, you know, regular shit. But it's never no, some females I say, it's never, some of them are conservative, you know, even. And they get dick pics. And I just sat there and thought about it. I was like, you know what? Niggas dumb as fuck nowadays. Like, I think niggas have got dumber. I really, really believe dudes, humans, males, <laughs> the male species. specifically, have gotten dumber. Because I'm like, dude, in what way, shape, or form is the ideal of seeing a woman, your penis, something that you feel is a turn on? Like, how is that even remotely cool? Like, I kind of feel like on some real shit. That is on some sexual predator type shit. That's on some if 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 I, if you was in because to me it's equivalent to if you was walking into Walmart or something and then you see a female in the aisle and you just pull your pants down. That's sexual assault, right? She didn't ask for that. That's sexual assault. She didn't ask for that. I just had to get that off my because I just kind of feel like do dudes not realize that? That's some weird shit. Because what if you end up sending that shit to the wrong number? Have you- I've I've never got unsolicitedly got a picture of any boobs, boobs. or anything like. It's just not, it doesn't make sense. I've never gotten like oh by the way here's some boobs. I guess it I've sense. never gotten it. I mean, would I mind? That's a that's a difference. They're boobs. You can't over you can't really over sexualize boobs because boobs are not meant to be over sexualized or to be sexualized at all. The boobs are. The nurture they do, of life. They are. They serve the a purpose. nurture of life. A penis is literally 
a sexual tool. And that is all it's really for. It is a reproductive organ. That's it. But a boob is not. So if a you send me a life. picture of your boobs. A boob gives life. Not you specifically, Jay. Sorry, bro. <laughs> I've been doing it. I did, I did chest twice this week already, so my pecs is looking kind of nice, B. How are your gym looking? Is your gym thinning down or still pretty packed? Um, it's still heavier than I, 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 I predicted, okay. but... I bet after this month it'll be done. Oh, mine's spring down a spring break is over with. So. Exactly, people didn't already climaxed and reached their their goals. Right, unless they got like a summer thing going. But back to some the summer things aren't gonna start till May. That's true. That's true. And that's <laughs> they're not. They're gonna, gonna start, start in May and be done summer. in June. Yeah. In the summer, because that's what people do. Godly. But the key is. If you stay ready, you never have to get ready. Never. That's the point I'm trying to get to. I'm trying to get ready and stay ready so I'll never have to get ready again. That makes sense. Yeah, it's a process, though. I had I had um, a quesadilla for lunch. Wasn't, wasn't the healthiest option there, but it's good as shit from Burritos. I like Burritos. I haven't been there in a while. Burritos pretty decent. I went to Whataburger today because I had free chicken tenders. Uh, you can't pass up free. I couldn't pass it up. Couldn't pass an update. Somebody gave me a free key code, and I just went in there. I was like, "Does this work?" It was like, "Oh yeah." I was like, "Shit!" She had the, <laughs> I'll let you she play. Had the audacity to ask me, "Do I want to toast with it?" I say, "I feel so disrespected." You should look around. <laughs> it's like me. Like seriously, do I want the toast? <laughs> wow. That was you crazy. Get butt on that bread <laughs> and put it on the grill. Oh my god. <laughs> well, back to boobs. Back to boobs. Okay. Now, once again, it's not something I would turn down just based off the fact that I don't find a boob but to see, be disrespectful. You how can you turn it down? Because what she say, oh, would you like a picture of my boobs? Because once, once it has already arrived in your inbox, there's no turning it down. It's, it's, it's there whether you like I it think, or not. But I'm, I honestly feel like even through the whole, I think it was a 2009, the whole I love boobies era, like, it made sense. It made sense because boobies are precious. But mm-hmm. nobody was walking around with I love penis bracelets. We would judge people with I love penis bracelets. I, would. I definitely would I judge would. a chick with I love penis bracelets. Because you know, whether, whether she's hot or not, if she's hot, it's going to make it even worse. Because like, oh yeah, you're just a little slut, aren't you? It's it's automatic. Nate, it's, society has got me. Even when I'm in New Orleans and, and the bridesmaid has a penis on her head, you know, the thing, the dildo on her head, it's just. It's not cute. See, I, that doesn't bother me because I know they're but just you're not in having Orleans, fun. But it's still yeah, weird. Yeah, I know it's when weird. you see that thing dingling, the yeah, dingling it, it, there, it's like, weird. Like, like after I'm done, after I'm done with my penis, I really don't even want to look at it. <laughs> and yeah. we and we've been through thick and thin. It just makes sense, man. But it's kind of like, eh, but you're you know you're getting married, you know whatever, what have you. Anyway. Now to the vagina. Okay. I wouldn't want a vagina pick either. I wouldn't want a vagina pick in any way. I don't care. If Unsolicited, solicit. I don't want a vagina pig. I don't care what you do with the vagina. I don't want vagina pigs either. Depending on the person, you can send me that thing. <sighs> Depending on but the person, you're a different, you can you're a different level of pervert. I'm a different level of perv. Let me tell you, patriotic pervert. I'm, I'm a patriotic. <laughs> I'm a super saiyan patriotic Iron Man, Captain America, Avenger, Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtle, Power Ranger, Super Galaxy, Next. Wow. Pervert. At least you accept it. I, I, I just, I'm not at that level yet. I just, no. Don't send that it, unsolicited. You're not at that level. No. Yet. You're, yeah, yeah. Yes. Maybe I, hey, I say hey, when you get hey, older. Stick, stick around me long enough. I'll oh, get you there. No. You there. I don't want to get there, though. It's no. scary. Well, to each his own. Yeah. Well, 
Now on to the, my favorite part of the show. All right. Misinformation. Okay. 14 girls went missing in 24 hours. Is that true or false? Uh, you can't ask me because I already read the article. Is it true or false? It's false. False as fuck. Okay. <laughs> Motherfuckers out there need to stop spreading false information. People talk about fake news. Do your Googles. You ain't got to do your Googles. You just got to think about the shit. You really think 14 motherfuckers went missing in 24 hours and it took for some celebrities or social media to realize that? No. Get the facts straight. Motherfuckers went, had been going missing since the beginning of the year from January and up until about uh, early March, 14 in almost three months, and it, it, it caused some panic. And people today love to be the bearer of bad news. See, I don't like to be the bearer of bad news because, one, I don't like to carry around that type of toxic waste. But not only that, I think it's sickening for people to constantly want to spread bad vibes in a way to where it makes people uncomfortable. Now, all of a sudden, you got people on social media, you got the news trying to teach me how to parent. Talk about walk your kids here, do this, do that. I'm like, motherfucker, I've been doing that shit. I didn't need... Some dumb motherfuckers that are scared of outside to tell me to walk my son to the bus stop or to make sure my son is not walking too far. Like, really? I to this day, when I when I drop my son off at school and I the, the neighborhood I cross through, it's a big nice neighborhood or whatever. But I see little six or seven year old girls walking to school by themselves. One, I understand that that their parents aren't overprotective. Two, at the end of the day. There is no need to be in panic all the time. Like I said last, like I said, like I was saying last week, a lot of this shit isn't even happening in your backyard. One, it's not happening in your backyard. And two, you don't even understand the whole reason this shit is happening. For instance, take the TSA incident that happened uh, today or yesterday. You got a bunch of motherfuckers judging the TSA man for patting this little white boy down. Little white boy might be 12 or 13 years old. All right. They automatically, because it's a... Uh, the media has programmed their brain to think TSA only operates to stop terrorism. No, <laughs> that is not all they're there to, to stop. Like 9-11 has got y'all so fucked up that y'all fail to realize that Pablo had motherfuckers kids as drug mules. So therefore, no matter who this Bitch, kid you is, swallow, swallow cocaine balloons. Man, they stuck that shit up their vaginas. You know what I'm saying? So no matter who you are, once you're coming across that metal detector, and I'm saying this because I have a friend that is a TSA agent, and I'm starting to realize it more and more that when you really see the big picture of what's going on, you understand why. The, and you, you travel a lot. I travel. Yeah. I've never heard you complain about TSA. No, I've, 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 even got, I've even got my hands swabbed. Like, oh, you got randomly selected to swab for bombs. You know, like what was I at? What was? I? Oh, I was in. I was in um, Mississippi. Pull me out of line. Oh, we got to swap to see if you got bombs. I know I don't have bombs, so I'm not going to get offended. They're doing their job. You, you can't do your job anymore in America. That's what, You that's can't what, do your job without offending that's, somebody. That's why, and to an extent, with the Tommy Lauren, whatever her name is, it's fucked up because although she was trying to, she's an idiot and she was trying to abuse her white privilege, it still sucks that she couldn't say what she said knowing damn well about 50 to 60% of the people that's probably on that same staff with her have probably gotten abortions themselves. You know what I'm saying? It's fucked up that we live in a society where people will judge you based on some shit 
that they don't want to look like, but they do that shit anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, they looking down on you because you sniff powder, n- knowing they go home and sniff fucking eighteen lines before they go to bed. That's fucked up. I, I like I like what Fab did. Like somebody said, "Oh, Fab, you don't want us to 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 on find the DC girls." Fab said, "I don't I don't know what's going on. I've seen the post. I haven't done my research." You know, if that's what it is, when I find out, of course I'm I'm there to support and do everything I can. But until I fit, I find that out. You know, I'm going I'm going to play the sideline. They're mad at this man for using his fucking brain. You can't like, use I, your brain no more. I don't just jump on this bandwagon. People, people. What was it? Delta, where they told the they the couldn't girl, wear pants or some shit. They couldn't. Like they, they, they couldn't wear leggings. Like. That's the rule. Like you can't be mad at them. That's the rule. You want this this agent to possibly lose her job because she's enforcing the rules set forth by her company. What and airline was this that said you can't I, wear yoga pants? I think it was Delta. I might be, or it might be American. I could be wrong. Oh, okay. I think I think American. And they were didn't do they it. were American leggings, right? They were like, if I'm not mistaken, were I don't I don't know okay. if they were they were the 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 brand. But I, th- I thought they were like patriotic, like patriotic with the flag on it. I, I don't know. You know how how these stories just misinformation, and fake going. news. But I look at it as like, first of all, you're using a buddy pass. All right. It wasn't like you bought a ticket. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was. It was. They called. It, they didn't call it buddy pass, but it was the equivalent of a buddy pass. So therefore, you're finna fly for free, basically. Mm-hmm. Get in line. Follow the rules. Yeah. Like. I, don't, I mean, I understand there's a child and everything like that, but at the same time, rules are rules. Like, that's how I look at it. You know, you should have did your research. I'm sure you have some luggage <laughs> where you could have put some pants on. Like, I, I, I just don't understand. Rules um, are rules amongst a private organization that a you, private don't have, organization, you don't have to exactly. give them your money. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Because, I mean, I'm not finna. We all know that people like to say rules are, are meant to be broken. But at the end of the day, you're not finna break my rules that I have set forth. Because if you set, if I set forth these rules, henceforth, you will have to obey these rules. Because I set them forth. <laughs> like, like, lately, there's been a lot of house talking going on. People looking for houses. I, I even started looking for a house yesterday, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then I was talking to um, one of my mom's friends, and he was talking about he was looking for a house. And he called me. He's, he's asking me about homeowner association fees. And I was like, you know, you live in that neighborhood. You're paying that fee. Well, how come? But that's my house. How come I got to pay them a fee to live in my house? I said, well, you're buying the house in their neighborhood. So if you don't want to pay the fee, then don't live in that neighborhood. Go to another neighborhood. Like, like I don't. People, people just want to be stubborn for no damn reason. Like, Goodness. if you don't want to pay it, don't live there. People love giving their money to people that don't deserve it in, in their mind. Like, if they don't deserve your money, don't give it to them. Pl- plain and simple. I don't shop at Walmart because I don't feel like they deserve my money. I, I shop at Walmart because it's convenient. I mean, of course I'm falling through there sometimes, but... For the most for part, for the most part, ninety percent of the year, I'm not going to Walmart because I don't, I don't fuck with Walmart. That's cool. and that's, it's fine. I would rather go to like a mom and pop. You know, mm-hmm. it's just it does it. it is, is that gonna hurt Walmart? Nah, no, nah, Walmart's good. They good. You think the motherfucking girls don't hurt American Airlines with their buddy pass? Nah, they good. You think that little boy was really tripping about being patted down like that? Nah, he looked he looked old enough to He's where he like, wasn't going to And I mean, I, I watched the pictures. I was like. Okay, he used the back of his hand. Nothing was like he wasn't People hopping up. People were saying he was a pedophile. No. See, we, we see that's what I'm saying. See, they they getting confused, man, with the with the, with the whole sex trade thing. Because first of all, with the fourteen girls, people need to realize that some of them were found. People do need to realize that some of those black girls did run away from home. 
Yeah. And some of those black girls that ran away from home, they ran away from home because they were running away from a shitty situation or which they felt like they were a shitty situation. So, and that's because in the times we live in, a lot of these little privileged little kids, you know, they see their friends rocking certain clothes or living a certain lifestyle. They want to kill themselves and they want to run all about, but they don't, people don't talk about that. All people are looking at is all oh, these 14 little Handicapped girls, because in my opinion, the minute you figure out they're black or brown, you treat them like they're handicapped and you treat them like they just they just meet. And the first thing you say is, "Oh, sex trade, sex trade." First of all, the modern day sex slave the, the modern day sex trade is similar to the the, uh, the slave trade because since 1970, about 30 million immigrants have been brought to the U.S. On, on a sex trade basis. Immigrants. A lot of these sex trades or a lot of these sex slaves that are being abused or put in brothels and these, you know, these blacked out massage places, a lot of them motherfuckers come from all over the world. It's not just here. Mm -hmm. So before people start to panic and act like every missing child that becomes missing is a part of a, a, a sex trade, no. A lot of them are unfortunately dead. A lot of them are unfortunately, you know, abducted personally or not. And they're not a part of a trade because more than likely, if you kidnap the wrong person and then the wrong right person sees them, he may have be, be obligated to be like, oh, man, you know what the fuck? You you kidnapped someone, so I got to report this. You know, some motherfuckers are sick, but their sicknesses are not always going to get to the point where it's going to cloud their judgment. You know, and a lot of these sick motherfuckers like Jared from Subway, they like to prey on poor and weaker families or immigrants that they knew had no other choice but to sell themselves. They not really finna go out their way to steal fourteen girls in twenty four hours. Come and a on, lot man. and a lot of the abductions, like you say, girls run away with their boyfriends. Still have stupid shit. Yeah. Fourteen year old girls with a twenty five year old man. Yeah, run away with their boyfriends. And a lot of a lot of people, you know, these girls and boys, they're abducted by somebody they're no. They, they know, know. Yeah, yeah. so to them, they're not really. Oh abducted. yeah, like the they mom don't had that one girl. I think it was in Atlanta. She she abducted her when she was like one. Yeah, and, and, and that's her, her mom. all through high school. Yeah, like that's her mom. And she still got arrested. I think. Yeah, she still got arrested, and the girl was like six. Like this is my mom. Like yeah, this is all but I. That's know. All, that's similar to Stockholm syndrome. But you'll have people argue like, "Well, that's her mom," but still, like she fell in love with her captor, and and in all honesty, she had no legitimate proof that that was her mom. And she More had, than likely, and she had no proof that it wasn't either. Exactly. She, so that's the only person you've known to be your mother for, for your past, whole life you know, for the past maybe 15, 16 years. I think she abducted her when she was like four or five or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, man. People, people are so tunnel vision. Everything is about race. That's why. That's why the the um, watching that Johnny Gosh documentary to me was important because it not only showed that a lot of that shit falls on the family, like. People try to accuse the cops of putting in more work than they should have, but it was really the mom and the neighborhood being super aggressive about trying to find Johnny Gosh. It wasn't the cops. The cops didn't have anything to do with trying to find Johnny Gosh. They never found his ass. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, if a neighborhood, the white neighborhood, it was, it was a suburban white neighborhood, if they all gathered together to find this uh little this little boy, I mean, more power to them. If they had their little town hall visits, am I going through their town hall visits trying to see if black people are there? That's petty. Like, who gives a fuck? It's a neighborhood of people that knew Johnny Gosh, and they went out there trying to find Johnny Gosh. They had search parties trying to find Johnny Gosh. 
when a black girl goes missing in my neighborhood, and my neighborhood is predominantly black and Mexican, and we all out there with a search party, these are the people that feel personally affected by the by the absence of this little girl because they know her, they have a personal connection to her. Consciously, they feel they need to get involved because they know her. That's just how it is. Communities are like that. So I'm never going to point out the fact that a white person didn't come all the way from the woodlands or from Beverly Hills or from River Oaks to look for little for little uh, Nikki or whatever. Why? Like why they do don't I know need, Nikki? They don't know Nikki. They have no personal ties to her. Just like. The people on the on the on the left have no ties to the people of Somalia right now, and I don't see a lot of them jumping on planes to go to go get them tickets to come here or take it take them water. There's no personal connection to them. You can go protest for them all you want, but you're not actually going out there, flying out there to to see these countries. What which we shouldn't, to be honest with you, man. A country like Somalia, a place that's living. On five point five billion dollars worth of natural resources, chilling, chilling on these natural resources, the most corrupt government in the world. Why should I feel responsible to or or feel like I should have to risk my life to save these people? Like they wouldn't do that for us. As shitty as that may sound, it's the truth though. Like you can't involve yourself in everybody else's problems when your problems aren't even cured on their own. Like, we live in a world where motherfuckers would be on the red carpet and people are asking you, oh, how do you feel about his outfit? What the fuck you mean how do I feel about his outfit? His outfit is none of my business. His outfit is his outfit. If he feels good in his outfit, let that man wear his outfit. You know what I'm saying? To me, it may be ridiculous, but guess what? He still wore it. Yeah. I'm not going to wear it. It's not in my closet. We just, we don't mind our business anymore. And not only do we not mind our business, when we t- when we want to mind our business, it's so it's so, it's so so fake. It's so SJW-ish. Like, y'all just on social media talking shit, acting like y'all trying to make a difference. But at the end of the day, you just following a trend. Just saying. Anyways, pretty long day. Yeah, it's been, it's been a long one. Got anything to add? Uh, oh, in Power Rangers review. What'd you, what'd you think of the movie? I don't know why I thought we talked about Power Rangers already. No. We haven't? No. Fuck, man. I don't know where I've been. We haven't talked about Power Rangers? Wow. I guess me and you talked about Power Rangers. I don't I barely remember us talking about it. Huh, okay. I remember we talked about your son watching it, but we didn't we didn't talk about you. Did you watch it? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. Well, to me, it bothers me that people are saying that it was corny. Because I'm just trying to remember what Power Rangers that they watched when I was growing up. Because that shit been corny as fuck. Oh, it's, so been, it's been overdramatic. So therefore, if you're judging something based off of corniness, I can definitely agree that, yes, it had its cringeworthy moments. Meaning like, oh, this shit kind of cheesy. But to me, I love the fact that these five Power Rangers represented today very well like you had your one you had your one dude you know your typical athlete you know sports star but he was full of anger and rage because that's not really really wanted to be you know what i'm saying then you had your female you know your typical white girl popular or whatever but she chose she made bad decisions and at the end of the day everybody saw her for something that she really wasn't when she was just trying to be just a normal girl then you had your um your your gay female in there, of course, you know, they're gonna do that. But it was very subtle, like 
you knew she was gay or whatever, but she still had the mentality of, I mean, I live in a, I'm in a family where this is not acceptable. So, I'm, you know, I'm still kind of sheltered and I'm still trying to, you know, find a way to let them know. But at the same time, I'm trying to find my purpose in life and becoming a power ranger happened to be that purpose. Uh, then you had your uh, black dude, you know, I felt like he was cool as shit. Because <laughs> he was he 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 brought life to the team, and um, it was cool for him to be the nerd or whatever. But he definitely still showed that that uh, he had that emotional aspect of not having a father, and a lot of black people can relate to that. And uh, last but not least was the Asian kid, which I felt like was the most unique because when you see Asians, you typically don't see him poor, and he was a poor Asian that was taking care of his mom, and I felt like. That's pretty. That was, that was unique. You don't see that a lot. Yeah, because so, usually the Asian community rallies. Oh, definitely. They take. They make sure they take care of their. Dude own. stayed a trailer home and everything. Oh, but wow. yeah, and, and but you could you could sense that he was a daredevil for that reason. Like he just didn't give a fuck. You know, it, they all had personalities. I think their personalities were a lot doper than the ones we grew up with. And the nostalgic moments came when they played the old school theme music. <laughs> I was like, hell no. They took it all the way back to 97. I'm like, dog, that to me was cool as fuck because I remember that shit. See, these motherfuckers running around talking about it was corny. They were too young to remember that shit. Uh-huh. You know, maybe they saw the third or fourth chapter of Power Rangers when they was doing it, weird stuff. in the jungle or some shit, the jungle rangers. But now nah, I grew up on the original rangers and it was cool as fuck to see all the original names. It was cool as fuck to see, you know to hear theme music. I think uh, what's her name? Elizabeth Berkeley? Is that no? I forgot her name. Uh, I know who you're talking about. <sighs> she's she, she, to me, she's yeah. a real good actress. You know, she's been in some movies that to me, she's always had like roles that were. She I want to say yeah, it is Elizabeth Banks. She was in Hunger Games. She the real dressed up motherfucker. She was in Hunger Games. And I think she's the one that, you know, showed Katniss around. But either way it goes, to me, she's always been, to be an American actress, I think she's an American actress. She's pretty solid. She did a real good job as Rita. Uh, the movie wasn't perfect. It had some work to do. But I feel like, and the reason I say what I said about it as far as versus Transformers, I kind of feel like Transformers should have been more a little more serious and gritty from the jump. But I honestly feel like two got it right. I feel like part one. I feel like, I feel like Transformers was just too fucking comical at times, and it was never like the comic books as far as the the seriousness of the fact that you got motherfuckers that are literally very capable of taking over this world, and y'all playing, y'all joking and shit, and y'all not really giving me legitimate reasons to why they shouldn't take over the world. And I mean, on this next one, it pretty much seems like they have taken over the world. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but you know how I feel about Michael Bay. I know, we know, we know. But I'm 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 excited for a lot of other movies. It being that's it, I'm saying that that shit look like it's um, gonna be live as fuck, bro. Ghost in the Shell comes out Friday. I'm just waiting for the SJWs to come out for Ghost in the Shell because the fact that she ain't Asian, like they can come out the woodworks, uh, whitewashing, whitewashing, bitch, don't watch it, don't watch it. <laughs> Shit, in all honesty, shit, Rita Repulsa, that was whitewashing. Because the original Rita wasn't wasn't a white person. I thought she I thought was she was, Exactly. Now she's white. Nobody said nothing about that. That's why I said about, what I said about Dr. Doolittle. The original Dr. Doolittle was white. Then he came back again. It was black. It was black Eddie Murphy, right? Now he's going to be white again. Watch the SJWs come out. 
<laughs> Watch them come out, man. If y'all don't know what SJWs are, it's social, social justice, justice warriors. warriors. They are <laughs> fucking pathetic. They tried to they tried to say something about uh, Danny Rand being white. I'm like, all right, this white. He's been white since the 70s. But people don't know that. They just they, shut the fuck because up. Because it's a stereotype. <laughs> oh, he does karate? He's got to be Asian. got to be Asian. He's got to be Asian. They would have had a fucking field day with Kung Fu to let you continue. <laughs> that nigga was white as shit. What was, uh, was it um, like Tom Cruise, The Last Samurai? <laughs> I ain't going to talk about uh, The Great Wall. I still haven't seen that. I've been wanting to see I'm a, it. I'm a, I, you know what movie I'm going to watch? I'm going to watch Chips. I need to watch that. People say that shit's actually funny, bro. I bet I bet it's funny because I, I, like, I like my both, opinion. They I both like funny. Opinion. Both of them funny, bro. I just, I just uh, from what I remember of Chips, I thought I thought it was more serious, but nah, I don't know, Estrada, I don't remember a lot about Chips. That was Eric Estrada, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, dude, that was that was funny. That was always funny. I think it had the serious edge to it, but they was always pretty it, it, funny. You know, they, you got to put something serious in the movie. To get yeah, nowadays, movie, you know. But uh, you checked out the uh, Justice League trailer. I did check out the Justice. She looked dope, man. I'm, 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 pre- I'm so prepared to be happily let down. I'm a superhero junkie. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna see it regardless. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I know you're gonna watch the Spider Man. So I'm gonna, gonna see the Spider. Yeah. Gonna see Spider Man primarily because RDJ's there and he's Iron Man. Iron Man is my favorite, hands down. Spider Man is my favorite, hands down, but not this Spider Man. I ain't feeling this Spider Man. I like Spider Man. Out of what's this guy's name? I forget his name. Um... I st- everybody knows I, I'm all. I grew up with Toby. I think Andrew was the best See, actor. Though. I like Andrew better. I think Andrew was the best actor, but Toby was the most successful though. At the end of the day, he, I mean, he did what he needed to do. He channeled his Peter Parker the way he needed to channel right. his Peter Parker. I feel like the only reason people like Tom Holland is because he sounds like Peter Parker. He sounds like he a sounds like the kid. cartoon. The nigga ain't from America. <laughs> Once again, you know what I'm saying? He's not American. He's just channeling his Brooklyn accent. And he's winning over the American audience. That's like that's like House. Love House. They love House. Anyways, we're we're we're, we're losing our female listeners. Oh, we got to go ahead and wrap this up. I, don't, I still don't understand how our females that I know, be in the bars, be in the clubs, be in all these places, watch sport events. They'll go to the movies and watch these superhero movies with their boyfriends, but they they don't know. They, if you ask them about, it, they don't know what the fuck. Because. It's where the guys are. But if you go out tomorrow night and you call me Friday morning, what's the first thing you're going to tell me? On a Thursday night? If you go out, okay, if you go out Friday and you call me Saturday morning, what's the first thing you're going to tell me? About the females? You're going to tell oh, me about the women. The Man, there was some girls in there. <laughs> Do you hear me? We got to fall through. More than likely. That's, that's what it's going to be. So. That's why women go, cause they girl men's was in there, and we was at the pluckers. The game was on. It was hard for us to get a table, but girl men's was in there. The game was on. It was on. <laughs> if the I go game, to, a game was on. If I go to the ballet, I'm gonna pick up something. You should. I'm gonna pick up something. I'm you just should. saying, like I'm gonna observe something. I'm not saying you pick should. up a woman. I'm saying I'm gonna observe something, and I'm be able to tell you something about the ballet. I mean, you can pick up something from everywhere. Like I was telling, I was telling my homegirl today. I said. The most valuable lessons I've learned are from a toddler and a person with Down syndrome. Like you can learn something from anybody. That's not even worth advice. That was just that was just some some free game some right there. Shit. Yeah, I feel that. I like that. But speaking of words of advice, you give words of advice. I got I got this I got this um Big Sean clip I wanted to use, so I'm I'm gonna drop that in. Later. Okay, uh, I'm gonna just say you know don't let um don't let the uh. Internet privacy laws bother you because at the end of the day, you know, 
if you ain't doing no dumb shit online anyway, it's really no, no reason to be worried about. But yes, people, people, Google sells a lot of your information anyway, so don't try to, you know, make, don't try to make this more than what it is. The, uh, I, I just know I heard a lot of shit about it on the news and people were just like such in a panic, but at the end of the day, it ain't really nothing you can do about it. We're not a part of Congress, and I'll keep telling people, I mean, the only way to truly have an effect on Congress or on a lot of the local decisions being made in your city or wherever, I mean, shit, get more involved. You know, if you want to learn more, actually get out the house and learn more by actually going to these events and picking up pamphlets and 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 asking questions to political leaders in your in your in your neighborhood. If you really care, if you really want to get involved, but just sitting online all day complaining about people, you know, posting. How do I say people posting misinformation and you're just gobbling it up and you're not doing anything about it? I mean, it's 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 social media is not the way to go when you really want to get real information. So all I'm saying is if you really want to get involved, get involved in the real world, in real life, in the physical, because social media, it has its limitations. Believe it or not, the only people that really, truly make a true impact on social media are the rich people. And I noticed that a long time ago. Nobody gives a shit about what we say, but let Colin Kaepernick say it or let Tyree say it. Everybody's fucking going crazy. And that's just what society is today. What do you think the Kendrick Lamar going to do? You think people are really going to really eat it up? Or you think people are just going to be like, three days later not talking about it no more like they did? Three days later not talking about it oh, no okay. more. Oh, okay. Because his, his album's going to be too complicated. He's another it's, pusher T. It's going to be a little too complicated. Like, Good Kid, Mad City was... was Easy, easy to digest. Pimple, the pimple butterfly was a little yeah, kind of sat in your stomach for a little yeah, while. Yeah, it had, had a little dairy in it. And the hard part four, I don't even know. I'm trying to figure out what the first three parts are. I they're care. there somewhere. They're somewhere, but I don't have them, so <laughs> I have no time for Kitchen Lamar's bullshit. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to the album because I like him. He has a nice personality, but nah, bro, he's about to be another push of tea to me. That nigga complicated, bro. But I love push of tea though. Oh yeah. Him and, him and Lupe, sometimes you got to pull out the dictionary to know what the hell they talking about. But, hey, sometimes it's what you got to like. I ain't go to Harvard, man. I can't, can't keep up with it. Shit, they talk like they do. <laughs> that, it's that exposure. I'm, act, I'm, acting like, I'm acting like the people that don't listen to yeah. Kendrick and them. That's you, all. you get that exposure to, to different things in life, and you know about different things. That's I mean, all it is. All over the world. Like I always say, you know, nobody's, nobody's smarter than the next person. You just know a little bit more than the other person does. Yeah, and then right now everybody know about the Mollies and the Perkins. Oh. Uh. I seen a, I seen a tweet where somebody didn't know the lyrics, so they said purple sex. Oh Jesus! <laughs> okay. okay. Well, that's good. He's not gonna he's not gonna be forced to go do drugs. Okay. Okay. Because I'm not ever gonna blame Future for getting the kids high and on crack. These kids were already high on crack. He's just he's just one of the kids. Basically. He rapping about it. Basically. He's still a fucking idiot though. Mask off. All right. And and with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. See, the mind is a fucking trickster. You can fuck you around, but your heart will never lie to you. And that's why people love you, Sean, because you talk to them from the heart. Thanks, Dad. That's where your magic goes, Sean. It's so it's so it's so mistake that you're where you are right now. You speak to them from your brain. But they hear you from your heart. Because people can see your bullshit. I know I'm talking a lot of shit. No, you're not.
But I want you to hear that because I'm a great motherfucker, man. Look, but I'm very modest. You know, I am. And I know a lot of shit. They know when you bullshit. They don't even intellectualize it. They feel it. Life is a feeling process. But, ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?